Welcome everyone to the PW Fan, the ultimate pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. You are joining us for episode 107. I'm your host, collector, barber, musician, and most importantly, a professional wrestling podcaster, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop collector, losing ass Steelers fan, Andy. <laughs> I'm also host of No Sun Wrestling Indie Fan and Football Lover, Jeremy. Well, Andy, you must have been very depressed about that Steelers loss because you left out Booker, Andy. Booker, Andy, the shirt available now on ProWrestlingTees.com. All right, everyone. I just wanted to give you a plug. Yeah, there you go, right? Yeah, there give you go. Give you a reason to you, say You served me up a plug. All right. Today, we will be discussing and reviewing the happenings in the world of wrestling, including the fallout of AEW Full Gear, the upcoming War Games matches, Survivor Series predictions, and more. Of course, please stick around until the end of the show for our classic pay-per-view of the week recommendation. Before we get started, please go to youtube.com backslash the PW fan, where we always ask you to please subscribe, like, comment, do all those things, share with your friends. It really helps us out a lot for all other social media by searching at the PW fan, we should pop right up. So uh, other than that, about ready to move on here. If you want a t-shirt, go to prowrestlingtees.com backslash the PW fan. Booker Andy, over to you. 107, buddy. Let's go. You know, every time you introduce yourself in the beginning, you say barber. I always want to say beefcake afterwards because Bruce the barber. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it almost every time. Like, I am a I am a collector barber. Okay. I'm like beef <laughs> um, so this week we had a lot of wrestling crammed in between Monday and Friday. <laughs> yeah, because um, they they threw in Collision onto Friday. So Friday literally was SmackDown and Collision on at the same time, and then ten o'clock was Rampage. Uh, this week, as Tim mentioned, there was Full Gear and AEW pay per view. And so this week, our AEW reviews um, are going to be kind of quick because they were go-home shows. Also, there wasn't too much to talk about on Raw and SmackDown, in my opinion, because Survivor Series is next week, and they're on their way wrapping up storylines beforehand. So let's get right into it, starting with Raw. Uh, Cody Rhodes would open up the show. Um before that, it would show a video recap of what happened um, the week before. And when Cody was out there, he said that he and Jay Uso were going to retain the tag titles um, before he started talking about war games and introducing his team. So Cody and Seth Rollins would be out there along with Jay Uso and Sami Zayn. Um, Seth and Cody had a little stare down confrontation in the ring. Um, but the Judgment Day would then interrupt. Trade some insults with one another, and um, I believe this would lead to a tag team match of Seth and Sami Zayn taking on um, Dominic and JD McDonough. Um, and the winners of that match was Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins. Um, fast forward through a little, a little bit throughout the night, uh, we finally got what I had hoped would eventually come, and that is. Damien Priest uh, officially welcomed J.D. McDonough into the Judgment Day. 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 That's finally. Here you believe I 
Um, so JD's an official member. I wonder if Damien's on his way out, though. I wonder if things. I feel like he would be the next one out because he has the money in the bank, too. He is uh, senior money in the bank. Yeah. Um, but the main event, like I mentioned before, uh, Cody Rhodes said him and Jey Uso were going to get the titles back. Uh, the main event was the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest against Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso uh, for the undisputed WWE Tag Team titles. But it did not there go their way. The Judgment Day ended up winning. Um, and this is mainly, mainly due to Drew McIntyre coming out and claymoring Jey Uso. Yep. And then did he stand at the top of the ramp next to Mommy? Was that at the yeah. end? I yeah, he so. did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because mommy's always on tap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, take your easy. So, Go take a cold easy, shower. Easy, Andy. It, it, it hasn't been officially said, but. <laughs> We're only five minutes into the show. Is Drew, uh, you know, it hasn't been officially stated, but I think Drew is a fifth member, possibly. Yeah. And, and then CM Punk's the other fifth member on the other team, right? According to Tim, but it's probably Look Randy Orton. I think we're gonna. <laughs> Jeremy, you have been saying oh, wait, the past. If it was, uh, <laughs> if it was Randy, it would be uh, like what was... Mussolini. Okay. <laughs> I thought, what if Randy came back with his I other voices in my head? No. What if he the came voices, back with the, the other music? Uh, this the kill uh, switch. Hey, buried inside my light or whatever. Say. Nothing you can say. Oh, for uh, Randy Orton. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that one better. I know, and he hated that song. And... Yeah, I love that song. But yeah, I, I think it's punk song one time. This fire burns, and it didn't fit him. I like how yeah, he hate he hated the like dun 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 but he likes. I hear voices in my head. I'm like, yeah. I'm losing it to save you. Oh, the last <laughs> keep you seeing. Something, yeah. something. You were, yeah, yeah. I was had a voice that is my savior. All right. Something, <laughs> something. Uh... Loves to hate. This is like karaoke night now. Yeah. yeah. Um. Look, I'm saying, Jeremy, you had heard that they're gonna make. Yeah. The announcement. They said for Survivor Series to calm Friday down the before. Chicago crowd. Yeah, so like th- this Friday coming up, it's Is like it one down or just make them more pissed and chant for CM Punk during the War Games match. I don't know because then the other other spot he could be in is Shinsuke. Because Shinsuke is calling someone out. Uh, right? That's uh, that is. It, people think that that's who Shinsuke is talking about because Shinsuke has been having these videos, and I should have probably talked about it on. On, yeah, uh, or you should have. You're slack, but... and you're a jabroni podcast host. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but he's not mentioning who he's talking about, and Michael Cole's like, "Who's he talking about?" <laughs> and uh, I don't know. People are thinking that he's like Shinsuke in his videos. Always says that something along the lines of like, "I'll just have to wait for you." Like, yeah. And so I don't know, like. Does he come back to Survivor Series? Who says he can't come back like Rumble? Yeah, I know Tim won't give up until Rumble time. <laughs> if it's not Survivor Series, I, I don't know. Maybe like, WrestleMania. Never give up. Yeah, I was gonna say WrestleMania. We could see Dude, him too. I'm, I'm like John. Surprise. I'm like I'm like John Cena. Never give up. 
I'm like Brokeback Mountain. I can't quit you. I'm waiting for you, man. <laughs> Let's see, I'm punk. <laughs> Dude, beautiful movie. I fucking love that movie. It's um, <laughs> I told you, I just saw it for the first time like a few months ago. And that's really funny because it came out. What it came out like early two thousands. Yeah, but everybody talked yeah. shit back then. But now that everybody's not an asshole every, anymore, people watch it. They're like, "Wow, this is a <laughs> yeah. fucking wow! This is a great movie." But always it's like, yeah, I always heard it was a great movie. I yeah. just never got around to it. And then I went on a movie kick and watched a bunch of stuff, and that was on the list. And I think, and then I bought it anyway. Brokeback Mountain um, Plug sponsor the PW sponsor the nowadays later. Can you sponsor us? <laughs> They'll remake it nowadays and put it, make it about uh, women. <laughs> yeah, that's what, and it'll be made by Disney, and that's what they do. Um, anyway, <laughs> oh my god! As South Park says, "Put a chicken in, make it lame." Um, <laughs> so you make it, it better. <laughs> I'm giving the Pandaverse, the South Park Pandaverse, a new uh, a plug. Um, so yeah, I think I think the fifth member on the Babyface side is going to be Randy Orton, though. It's confusing, like... Because, like, the women's matches... Women's War Games match doesn't have a fifth member. Yeah, but if, if they do add Drew sometime this week to the, the other team, then it has to be Randy. Or Punk. Yes, but Randy. It's going to be Randy. It's going to be Randy. Sorry, Tim. Did you see... WD uploaded a, uh, you know, like they do those matches, the full length matches, and they uploaded one. It was like uh, Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton. But then all people noticed that CM Punk was on commentary. But they also uploaded like Randy <laughs> Orton, and then it was taken down, and they were like, you never know when he'll show up. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah. <laughs> again, like I said last week, why are you doing this? What did we just? No, I'm talking about never know when he'll show up for Randy Orton. Well, you, and they took it down. Yeah, but they're everyone. Subtly, they're subtly doing everything. Let's get into Dynamite. Um, there was a Hangman and Swerve Strickland All face right. to face. I'm gonna. I know we're gonna we're gonna get there later. Fucking gross. Best match on the card. Best, best, match match best match on the card. Bro, but yes, it was. But there was one spot where I was like, no. We'll get there. I loved it. Ah. I know what spot you're talking about because that was Corey's least favorite spot, probably, too. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to vomit. Was it in the beginning? No. It has to do with tasting. Yeah. Tasting, that's like so- when uh, first started bleeding. Okay. I yeah. love that spot. Ugh. Sick. You're, sick You're sick, man. Uh, Hangman and Hangman Swerve Strickland had a face-to-face pr- pr- uh, promo. Um, it was a verbal barrage from Paige, and he ended up beating down Prince Nana since him and Swerve weren't allowed to touch each other. And Swerve um, didn't say anything. Not nothing. No, he yeah, was, just, it was, it was just, pretty much Paige the whole time. Oh yeah, Swerve just started him. Yeah, Hangman's like, I'm gonna steal Prince Nana's weed afterwards. And then, oh yeah, and then like what? Not was like, no, not. Started doing his dance. So you said you said uh, Paige would say you are dumber than you were two years ago when your dumbass got fired. <laughs> Talking about getting fired from WWE. Yeah. Um. He said, "A full year. I'm your judge. I'm your jury, and I'm your executioner." 
Um, and then, yeah, shortly after, he would lay out Prince Nana. Prince Nana. That was a, Prince it was Nana. a good problem. Like, this Nana, hangman, Nana, the Nana. sort of hangman. What? Nana, 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 Nana. This sort of hangman, I actually like. Like, when he's actually not being like a, I don't know, too much of a baby face, I guess. A jabroni. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sky Blue defeated Red Velvet. Uh, to secure her spot in the women's triple threat at full gear. Uh, the Young Bucks, Kenny and Jericho had a backstage segment, which whoa, ended up hang on. A, wait, wait, whoa. You're just like, you're, you're skipping. Th- hang on a second. My goodness. You got your foot on the gas. You got your, you're, you're pressing through hard. Hang on. What are we feeling about the AEW women's division right now? Uh, I feel like they had kind of had to rebuild it almost because yeah, they thought people were going to work out bacon. and didn't like Soraya. Um, but Where's I feel like they're Britain? getting there. I feel like there's they're getting there. There's a reason like, you lost Jade. Britt's gone for some reason. There's yeah. a reason why I asked you why I asked you this. Fan of the show, friends, friend of the show, Glenn Blessing has a theory that I wanted to bring up and I wanted to give him some flowers here. Cause when he sent it to me, I was like, Holy shit. I've never thought about this. All right. You guys ready? That sounds good. Yeah. I want to hear it. Glenn's theory is that Britt Baker is the devil. Yeah. There's a lot of people that think this, but how does that, how does that work? But I don't know why. I don't know. But wait, what does that have to do with the women's division lately? <laughs> she She's a woman. You mean we, we waited this you, entire you, time? You know the division is the way it is. You're like, <laughs> I was like, what does that have to do with it? <laughs> Take five of what you're going to say. <laughs> she's a woman. Boom. It has nothing to do with the women's division just because she's a woman. She's a woman on top of the I division. I have a theory, but I don't know what that has to do with why the women's division is the way it is. Like, why wouldn't she be attacking the women's then? The women, too. I don't know why she's not attacking the women's. This is so worth waiting for this theory. <laughs> this is this is the this is the worst segment we've ever done on this show. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that it took us like thirty minutes to do this—it's staying in. I I want I want clips I want clips of everything. <laughs> I think my theory was better. <laughs> yeah, it was. Anything is better than that. It made more sense. <laughs> <laughs> it made actual sense. Like I was saying, the Young Bucks, Kenny and oh, Jericho, God, the Young Bucks had a backstage segment that ended up in a fight. <sighs> then we also had the like a dragon. Street fight. Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Kota Ibushi, and Paul White against Brian Cage, who filled in for Sammy Guevara. 
Kyle Fletcher, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Takesha. Um, Paul White taken out in like right at the beginning by being Good. thrown onto a car. Never saw it. It was just a waste. Didn't need him there. Um, the match to me was what it was. It's them it was promoting a, promo a video match. game. A promotion basically match. anarchy in the arena. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't care for it, but yeah. Omega, Jericho, White, and Ibushi would end up winning. Yeah, it didn't really mean anything either, too. No. Um, and then the main event of the show wasn't a match. It was uh, MJF making his way to the ring. Apologized to the Acclaim and Adam Cole for them uh, getting caught up in his uh, his business. Um, and talked about his upcoming match with Jay White. Jay White would interrupt, uh, insisted MJF was the devil, and claimed the champ was no hero. But we all know who the real devil is, and that's Britt Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. She's the devil, and that's why the women's division is what it is right now. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I rest my case. Um, it's not a bad overall theory, first of all. Just... For uh, Glenn, it's not a bad overall theory. But yeah. the we need to make Tim sure we need, we need to make sure that we know that Glenn doesn't think that is his idea. <laughs> like it's it was how you phrase it because you're like you know why the women's division is this way. <laughs> it made no sense because Britt Baker is the devil. <laughs> the devil hasn't done anything to the women. His theory, has, Glenn's theory, has to do with Britt Baker being the devil, not for why the division is the <laughs> yeah, way it that's is. Right? That's why that the division is the way it is. <laughs> Which is what, Tim? He doesn't know. Women. What is the way that it is? Because <laughs> it's the way it is. It's women. It's the way it is. It's the way she goes, boys. <laughs> um, all right. So that's Dynamite. Didn't didn't care. There wasn't really much on it. Uh, SmackDown Damage Control would uh, open up the show this week, um, and they would officially, I believe, challenge um, the babyfaces to War Games. So now that's official. Yeah. And the story throughout the night was that Charlotte, Shotzi, and Bianca had to find a fourth partner, and uh, <coughs> Damage Control would be beating up everyone backstage, basically, right? Yeah, I'm not mistaken. That's the story throughout. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll get to that later because that's Tim mentioned in the beginning. We're going to be talking about the War Games matches. Um. But the Street Profits earned a number one contender spot for the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Titles against the Judgment Day by defeating the Brawling Brutes, uh, and Pretty Deadly in a uh, triple threat tag team match. This was a really good match, actually. Yeah. Um. Speaking of really good matches, uh. Dragon Lee continues to be put in like the best matches on the show, like the, like just yeah, no yeah. story told. Um, it's nice that they uh, brought in uh, Axiom mm-hmm. from NXT. Axiom's very good. Um, he used to uh, he used to go by a different name on NXT UK, and then they brought him over to. Um, NXT in America, which he now went goes by uh, Axiom, but in NXT UK he was known as A and then hyphen kid. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now. On the Indies, he was known as Anonymous Kid. Also, maybe that's what a kid was short for. It's kind of a cool name. He was known as El Nino Anonimo. <laughs> so, keeping up with the theme. But in NXT, he goes by Axiom, and this match was, you know, if you want a kind of crazy, high-flying uh, match with no story to it, just two performers, uh, this is... yeah. Is the way to go, but I like the it's way nice that mix. they're doing this. There, there was a nice little video package for him, yeah. and uh, it helps newcomers, you know, get to get to you know know these people. But I think people are coming around to Dragon Lee. He's crushing it every week. Yeah, he gets he gets time, which is really good. Like he actually gets a good length of each match that he's on every week, which I think is always a good way to get someone over, especially if they're this this good in the ring like he is. Yeah, Dragon Lee's super good. I've said it before. He's Roosh's brother, and during the pay-per-view yeah. this week, I was like, I was watching Roosh. I, w- I said to Tim, I said his body and everything is exactly like Dragon Lee, just minus the mask. <laughs> he <laughs> almost <laughs> wears the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Dragon Lee, week after week, has been put in matches that is impressing the crowd and um, yeah. impressing people at home. Uh, let's talk about this Santos Escobar segment. All right. First of all, I'm going to say I'm I'm. Are we, can we all be over the what chance? It's been like I hate those, dude. It's been almost it's been twenty years. Yeah. I'm over it. Let it go. It, yeah. It's ruining segments. I also I get booing for Dom and it's become a thing now, but don't I'm I at home want to hear what these people have to say, and when you're <laughs> so loud in your boos, do it for a little bit, but then like. You know, I mean, you the, just keep. Yeah, the what so, chants are annoying me so much. Every time when there's someone out there doing it, I'm like, Ugh. it takes away. Um, from it. So I'll say this: Santos Escobar, in my opinion, is better as a heel. He was in NXT. Oh yeah. Um, he didn't. He didn't let the uh, the crowd get to him, which was uh, evident. He just, you know, he was believable in what he was saying. Um. And so Ray, after his attack, they said we're not going to see him for a couple months. And they said he had Ray. leg surgery. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had an, he had his thirteenth knee surgery. I think it was. Or something so like he that. really did have surgery. Yeah. And they just took knee. him out with Santos Escobar. Yeah. So I'm a thinking since he's going to be out a couple months, maybe we get the match at Mania, Ray and Santos. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Or also we get the fact versus Ray, mask versus <laughs> career. Also, the fact that Ray has his family and also friends over I don't know how many years keep betraying him, and, and I'm starting to think it's Ray's fault. It's a Ray problem. Yeah, Ray's the one problem. to blame. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Santos Escobar, said everything he said about you down to a T. Dominic was right. <laughs> yeah. And this was a terrible line, but Santos Escobar says that he hoped Mysterio gets an infection from the surgery and has his <laughs> legs amputated. <laughs> that was a <laughs> that was such a like specific that's, thing. That's very out of pocket. Yeah, it was definitely a choice, just not a good one, man. Yeah. <laughs> hope you get then they have to amputate your legs. Yeah, the fact that he was like, "I hope you get an infection," and then they have to do all this, and then your leg comes off. I'm like, okay. Um, 
Paul Heyman would cut a promo on uh, Solo Sokoa destroying John Cena. And we didn't mention this last week. Strike is over. Cena's back. I think next time he comes back will probably be his retirement run, whatever it is. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. Cena's gone again. Yeah. Um, and it just happened to end right when the pay-per-view like was like happened at Crown Jewel. <laughs> yeah. The strike happened to end. So Paul Heyman cut a promo about Solo. Uh, LA Knight would interrupt, and he reiterated that the only reason Roman Reigns is still champion is because of the Bloodline's involvement. Um, and then he ended up uh, having a match with Jimmy Uso, which he would end up defeating him. And then, lastly, the women's war game segment to wrap up SmackDown. Um, Damage Control was in the ring, and... Uh, Charlotte, Shotzi, and Bianca came out who had been looking for a partner all night and it seems like Charlotte Flair made a call because when the three women were standing in the ring, the fourth member got revealed to be Becky Lynch. So, yeah, like I said, the women's war games is a four-on-four. Maybe it would have been five-on-five if Dakota Kai was clear. Then they would have all the damage control. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That is a good point. Um, I think there's I, now. I have a theory. You have a theory, okay? About so the, the women. Is this why the women's de- <laughs> the women in NXT? The women or, in sorry, the women in oh, WWE. Not, not this again. Damage control. The- <laughs> no, we might have talked about this before. Actually, that I think they're gonna kick Bailey out at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe at work. It feels like it's gonna happen soon. And then the Kabuki Warriors take over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say while Tim was uh, drinking. <laughs> it's an awful, awful name. You couldn't, you couldn't. Well, we were stop talking, we were talking about a DP. We were talking about awful warrior or awful foreign gimmicks. And then like mm-hmm. the next day I'm watching and it, I just see Zia Lee. Yeah. On NXT with like her, her like, Chinese weapons and I saw that on Twitter uh, and I was like, dude, it's just like, come on. I know. I was like, Shawn Michaels, come on. <laughs> come on, Sean. <laughs> he's like, and then he's like, isn't it great? It's good shit. And you're like, you kind of sound like <laughs> he's the next You kind of sound like Vince, and he's like, ah, oh, come on. That's why he was turned um, into Vince. That's why he lost the hair. So let's quickly get through Collision and Rampage, and then we can get on to the predictions and the pay-per-view itself. Um, Collision, uh, Christian Cage would open up the show, and, um, well, I know he made a comment about Ric Flair again. (laughs) Um, Ric Flair dying, I think. Um, He did talk about how Sting's retiring, and then what is Darby going to do when... Um, Sting is gone. He said, "What's what are you gonna do when that father figure's gone?" <laughs> he said, you know who you can come to. I don't want this run for Christian to end anytime soon, dude. I, we'll talk about his entrance because that was oh, uh, yeah. that was that was great. Um, yeah, yeah, but he he gave a promo to hype up the trios tag team match at full gear. Um, I want to see if. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. I forgot Christian making Tony Schiavone hold them, uh, come back to hold the mic for him. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
And then uh, the only thing really talk about Collision is that Trent Beretta earned a title shot for the TNT Championship, which led directly into Rampage, uh, which Christian Cage would open up the show by defeating Trent Beretta. Yeah. And then Rampage ended with an interview with Jay White. Uh, MJF would attack in like it was uh, backstage and it would go all the way to the ring uh, where Bullock Up Bold would come out, but Samoja would make the save. And MJF would shake his hand to make the deal to tag with him at the zero hour. But now MJF has to give Samojo a title shot if he wins his main event at uh, Full Gear. So, before we get into Full Gear, because that's how I want to end the show, because that's how I wrote it. Um, (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, you okay, pal? Because <laughs> that's how I fucking wrote it. We're not arguing uh, um, with you. <laughs> you're like, no, that's actually pretty. Good I don't. Hear, I I <laughs> I don't hear anybody going against. <laughs> yeah, you. I know. Um. All right. So, Survivor Series War Games predictions. Let's go through this. Intercontinental Champion Gunther versus The Miz. Gunther. Like, Gunther, I think Gunther actually said that he's tired or outgrown. He's, tired, the inter- he's, he's outgrown the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. So I think uh, he wins this, but then hopefully at some point moves on from it. He pulls the Samoa Joe and just drops in. He's like, I got my sights set on, <laughs> yeah, on a bigger prize. All right, Tim, you saying Gunther too? Oh hell yeah! Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark for the Women's World Championship. Going with mommy. I mean, she's not going to uh, lose anytime soon. Hey, do you guys Come think on. we get Rhea versus Becky Lynch at Mania? I hope so. It's never That'd happened. Be sick. God, I can't wait to if we get to see it in, in person. That match has never happened, but they've been teasing at it with looks and stare downs over the past couple of months. I hope it's a bra and panties match. All right, Tim. So. I'm just kidding. <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> just kidding. Cut that out. I hope it's mud wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd like to see mommy dirty, <laughs> dirty dom, dirty, dirty dom, dirty mommy. <laughs> uh, men's, men's war games: Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and Seth Rollins, and CM Punk versus <laughs> Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, Jaden McDonough, and probably Drew McIntyre. No, replace CM go Punk with... with Randy Orton. I'm going to go with Randy Orton's team. You going baby faces? I'm going baby yeah. faces. Going uh, CM Punk's team. <laughs> all right. We just talked about the women for the women's war games. I don't want to name them all again. Baby face team or heel team? I mean, heel team. But I think that starts a lot more with the Becky or the um, Bailey stuff. About her oh, does out. heel team lose? And that's why they kick out Bailey. I think they win, and then you they're need like, a catalyst we don't need for change, and losing would be that catalyst. Also, they win, they'd be like, we don't actually need you because maybe she gets eliminated or not eliminated. Um, and then the Kabuki Warriors destroy <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> God. The pirate princess Kyrie saying herself. Um, and then, I mean, I found that this was on the list. I guess it's happening, but. Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Oh, yeah. I mean... Carlos uh, Santos? Yeah, Santos. He, he can't lose right now. 
Tim, did you answer women's war games, baby faces or heels? Oh, heels. Sorry. And then I was Santos looking up for or, the end of the show. Santos or spit in your face to people who don't want to be cool. If it was that Carlito, I would go. With I that spit Carlito. in the. F- I spit in the fucking yeah, face not for people who don't want to be cool. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's what he said. Spit in your <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> All right, Andy. Aggressive. Why is Andy so angry today? I know. Andy's I'm in on, pain. Andy's on. <laughs> Sorry, his mouth is in pain. My mouth, man. His wisdom teeth coming in at oh, age yeah, 31 that. almost. 31. So <laughs> <laughs> wisdom teeth making making some crowded room. <laughs> All right, let's get into full gear. Uh, I'm only going to talk about from the zero hour, the ROH World Tag Team Championship, MJF and Samojo versus the Guns. This was like a 10 minute match. Winners was MJF and Samojo. What do you think, Jeremy? Because you saw more I thought it was of a it, good match. I think. Uh, Samoa Joe, I feel like, uh, I don't know, he's like on fire right now in terms of like where he's at in the car. Put him out. Huh? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, and the the nope spot gets me every single time. Like in this one, he did it with like drop kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think Colton's trying to do a drop kick. He just like walked away. Um. Well, before the match ended, Adam Cole's music would hit, and Adam Cole would crutch his way down. Um. Or no. Yeah. No. No. Because he distracted yeah. them. Okay, but then a beatdown would ensue that Adam Cole was helpless for. And Adam Cole was still there. Okay, this is going to be the story of the night, and I'm going to talk about it later. Mm. But they took out MJF. They took out his his leg, and MJF had to be taken out on a uh, stretcher to an ambulance to the hospital. And um, after the first match, um, we'll say what is the plan. can Can I say, like... What are you doing, Tim? WCW, what? An N two C four game? Is that Captain Insano and Hulk Hogan? I was just showing a little advertising for the fans at home to give. You know, sometimes they don't want to see my ugly mug just sitting here staring at the screen. I'm like, hey, look at this fucking sick retro video game. Here's something to look at. That for is a second. Captain Insano. <laughs> Captain Insano. I heard he shows no mercy. <laughs> he doesn't. Um. Well, I was gonna say. My how I was feeling at this point when they started doing this angle, I thought they were gonna have some twist or whatever with the devil and everything happening in the main event, and so I was actually kind of like, "Were you disappointed?" Yeah. Well, <laughs> at this point, I was I was like very interested, and I was like, "Hmm, I wonder where this is gonna go," but it quickly went away, <laughs> and it went away after this first match when they announced what was gonna happen, but. So the first opening match, Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. All right, first of all, Christian Cage's entrance. <laughs> the stage was filled with kids singing his, there's his song, singing their father's off theme song. Singing off, singing off key and not knowing how the melody of the song went. <laughs> but Christian Cage is their father, and he had a new entrance video. They were like, he did. They were like, uh, 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 they're like, what part's next? Uh. <laughs> but his new video starts, it says, the patriarchy. 
And then yeah. at after the countdown, uh, and it has like selfless, like <laughs> like a bunch of stuff. Um, but then Edge, Sting, and Darby had a combined entrance. That was pretty cool. They're all pointing yeah. bats, and then Edge's music. They hits. all touch tips. They all touch tips. <laughs> <laughs> they all touch tips. All rub their tips together. And uh, Edge was wearing face paint. Never seen him. I really liked Edge's black and white gear, and everyone was wearing I'll, like a trench coat. His gear, and I also I good. actually like Edge's face paint a lot. Um, during this match, you want to talk about that Darby spot that he basically died Luchasaurus from? Luchasaurus went to choke slam him to the outside edge the of the ring, side of the apron. Yeah, the hardest part hit, of the ring. His hip he just hit it. Himself like a rag doll. Yeah, I was like, oh, like he, I don't know. And it's weird because like Darby would be like, he's like, people said I wouldn't make it until 30. He's like, I'm 30 now. And they're like, he, he's like, they keep upping the age of when he's not going to make it. And I'm like, I mean, at a certain point, they're going to be right. <laughs> um, so, the, okay. So for an opener. It was pretty good. It was all right. It was I, like, I liked, there's nothing crazy, and the crowd was super yeah. hot at the time, which I think made it seem better yeah, than it the was. Crowd did. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the thing I liked was that Adam, Edge, Adam Copeland, couldn't, never actually got his hands on Christian like for the entire match. Yeah, Tim, Tim at one point was like, all right, this is it. And then they, <laughs> they did it, and Tim was like, oh, come on. <laughs> They're going to keep making it wait. I just want to see um, it. I will say, uh, the corpse. He was. I know. I was surprised. They allowed the corpse to ref, and probably because there's so many veterans in this. People one. in the ring at once. It was nice to see. Yeah, I, I was shocked. I, 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 I Copeland. I know. I only think it was because there's so many vets in this in this match. They weren't gonna like mess it up. Except for. Uh, Ric Flair. That spot with Ric Flair and Christian. That wasn't even the spot I was going to talk about. I mean, how did you feel about that spot? I didn't. I didn't it like was it. Like, uh, I mean, because Ric Flair can't. He can't. Yeah, Tim throw not like the Ric Flair spot. He was just like, <sighs> yeah, it was not <laughs> great. That was like. But what spot Tim did like is when Edge Adam Copeland told the ref to get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He said move. I died. <laughs> he was like, "This fucking jerk. Um, he doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. Get the fuck out of the way." <laughs> Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland would end up winning the match. Um, after that, Jay White would come out because apparently their match was going to be second. Him and MJF, and they were about to announce that Jay White is the next champ. But then Adam Cole came out and said he's going to step in for MJF in the main event. And then I, and was, I was like, like yo, this right. is crazy. I said, we got two dudes that look exactly the same going at it in the middle of the It's wild. Um, so after that... Oh, we well, had... you know, it's been this trend talking about Britt Baker. She was tweeting all this stuff, and she's like, so he couldn't wrestle in the Ring of Honor tag team titles, but they're going to be like, sure, you can wrestle in the main event with a broken ankle. Also, she, she put that up. Yeah, she was like ripping the whole time. Even like the media scrum afterwards. She could, yeah, because she's the devil. He needs to shave his beard, Adam Cole. He's looking he rough. 
Do you think he even expected to be on TV, though? Looking R-U-F. Rough. International Championship. Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. I thought, sorry, I thought I had a pit bull in my cheeks for a second. <laughs> me and Tim didn't know when John Moxley got busted open. Just next thing we knew, we looked up. We were like, what the fuck did he start bleeding? <laughs> Wasn't it on the turnbuckle when he took off the thing? I, we, no, seriously, we honestly have no idea when he started bleeding. We, oh, like, I think it was that. Where away he, at he some point. Took off like the we, protection thing I looked the up, turnbuckle. I looked up, he was bloody. I didn't know it was happening. Yeah. Also, he already had that cut there before with a band-aid over it, and then Orange Cassie took it off and bit it. Um, well, He's Jeremy, like, I want you to tell me what you thought of this match. This is long-term I, storytelling. I like... <laughs> Tony Khan's like, these are the best wrestlers in the world. I like I... this match, because to me it felt like Orange Cassie had to beat like a final boss. Were you surprised like, to... by the outcome? Kind Orange of Cassie a little retained. Bit. I yeah. thought for sure Moxley was going to win to get back on track of the original plan before Mox got a concussion. Yeah, yeah, but I, I yeah, it was weird. Like I, I don't know, I don't know where they're going to go from there. But I did like the match overall itself. Um. All right, another championship match: AW Women's World Championship, Hikaru versus Tony Storm. The amount of talent in this ring, this match should have been good, and it was not. I did not like it. I thought it was. I, I thought, thought it was just okay. I thought the ending was silly with her metal pan yeah it didn't really work out as she wanted to because because her character should have won the way it's been booked well yeah i I expected her to win but it's like you know the ending it was like the metal plate was just sticking her like pants and it kept falling out so then like made it like look really obvious yeah um after that the ladder match, AW World Tag Team Championship ladder match, Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus the Kings of the Black Throne versus FTR, and I'm not going to butcher it this week, versus LFI. Who's that? Los Faction <laughs> and Gobernables. <laughs> Rush and Drillistico, who I kept calling Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Tim's like, wait, is that him? I said, <laughs> I said, is that the same guy? I didn't know if he changed his name. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. He's know. like, wait, there's a holistico, there's drillistico. He's like, there's too many isticos. There's too many <laughs> Um, winners that, were Big Bill and Ricky Starks. There's that white guy with the emo haircut who wears like lime green. Hmm. He's he's a holistico or something like that. I don't even know what his name. That's is. in and that's in Helico. In Helico, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Big Bill, uh, okay, first I want to say, Ricky Starks, anytime he gets he gets time, he crushes. Yeah, I love him. Ricky Starks is is fantastic. He was great in this yes. match. Um, Brody King, they panned him at one point. Don't even remember him getting busted open, but he was covered in blood, sitting down. And Brody King worked this match like so hard. Burger King <laughs> worked the hell out of this match. <laughs> So me and Tim were behind and then we finally caught up, but you had texted us during this match and said how good it was. So what were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean I like like usually the ladder matches when there's like so many teams like this, I always kinda like them anyways. Dude, the fans like Roosh. I don't know when they started liking Roosh, but Yeah, he's like a big chant. 
Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I thought Brody King like carried a lot of this match. Like that spot with I forgot who he basically power bomb on the ladder, but like when he like balanced himself walking on the ladder <clears throat> when he was carrying the guy up on his uh, shoulders, that was kind of crazy. It was that that wasn't even like a power bomb. That was almost like a power driver. Um, but yeah, I I thought it was a really good match. There was a lot of action and a lot of could be scary falls, but I don't think anyone really got hurt. Lots of ladders. I guess, uh, yeah, tall ladders too. Yeah, at one point I remember there was two tall ladders on the side of one small ladder. Yeah. I'm like, oh, someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> but I was surprised that Big Bill and Ricky Starts won, I guess. Like the only like only other team that I thought was going to win was House of Black. But Well, the whole reason that it was um, a ladder match decided by Ricky Starks and Big Bill is because he Ricky Starks said... Big Bill's real tall, so it's not that bit long of a climb. I was like, logical. There's logic <laughs> yeah. in this match and decision. <laughs> Unlike <Yeah>. something later. <laughs> um, no wonder Andy's. Andy's but I do like to see Kings. Andy's source of contention. I'm hot and and he's hot about the main event. That's where all this is coming from. Yeah, that's why you're so aggressive tonight. Before we get to that, AWTBS <laughs> Championship, Chris Statlander versus Julie Hart versus Sky Blue. Uh, Julie Hart and Sky Blue would team up at one point to take out like Chris Statlander. Um, th- this was the only the second, and there was only two women's matches on the show. This was only the second one. I enjoyed this much better than Hikaru Shida and Tony Storm. Yeah. Um, just like Tony Storm, though, I thought Julie Hart's character. It was time for her to win the title, which she did. Yeah, I thought it was time before this, but I realized that I think that she got time off because she got married and went on a honeymoon and all that. So then they had her. I I'm guess, surprised Chris Statlander took the pin. Yeah, me too. I, well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I guess Sky Blue. But that sets up a rematch, like she... though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And also, I feel like Sky Blue is going to join her at some point. Sky Blue. Yeah. The bakery. Well, I like oh, Julia Hart's theme song, though. What? what? I said the bakery's now open. Um, Julia Hart. Yeah, me and Tim were talking about Julia Hart's theme song. I Her think theme song, yeah. Before, though. That's an easy one to like sing along with, too. Tim, Tim's going to drop some music knowledge real quick. Go for it. I know you're shaking <laughs> back there wanting to drop it. <laughs> okay. Drummer of God's hate. Singer of Twitching Tongues, bassist of Dead Body, Mr. Colin. I wish I could remember his last name. (laughs) Mr. Colin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Say this one more time. Three, two, one. Drummer of God's Hate. Vocalist of Twitching Tongues, bassist of Dead Body, Mr. Colin Young wrote Julia Hart's theme song. Uh, He wrote uh, Malachi's theme song. Uh, He's in a a band with Brody King. So, and he did not write Malachi's theme song. Uh, Yes, he did. I'm in Raw. Unless Malachi changed it. Are you talking about Alistair? No. 
He had to have changed it then. It was Amin Ra. Unless you mean the House of Black theme song. Sorry, the House of Black theme song is what I mean. Okay. Oof, I was like, I because I listen to Amon Ra all the time. So I'm like, I'm not going crazy. <laughs> House of Black. Yes, there's too many songs. Yeah, okay. So he only helped write Julia Hart's song, or did he no, write he, the whole he thing? He did write Julia Hart's song. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. That's a good song. Isn't there a girl singer? I wonder who the girl singer is. Yeah. Oh well. Look it up. But yes, Tim. If yeah. you Tim is the music music guy for this pod, especially yeah. that kind of music. Yeah. And that's it. Twitch and tongs have been his jam, so it's fresh. It's fresh for jam. Tim at the moment. Twitching fucking tongs. All right. <laughs> um, after this match, though, it was revealed uh, AEW's newest signee, which is Will Osprey. Um, he came out and said "bruv" a bunch of times uh, throughout his <laughs> promo, down, bro. Um, and he was saying that before he starts being around all the time, he wants to finish up some things with New Japan. Um, but this is a big That's get nice. for. For AW, there was a lot of yeah. companies, I'm sure, trying to get him. One of them, including WWE. Yeah. And uh, I think they did say that's kind of why they made it like such a big deal is because WWE was trying to get him as well. So, like, look, we got him. Tony so. Khan likes to rub things in people's faces. Yeah. So. Um. All right. Let's talk about my opinion. Match of the night. Match of the night. This is match very. This you never hear. Me or Tim say this. I know. Because it was a Texas death match. Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. Now, I will say. I loved it. It, it started. The, the reason why I like it. Whoa, take it her easy, at, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why. I can only speak for myself. The reason why I liked it. I didn't like it at first. But it started. So it started as a death match. And then ended as a very good hardcore match. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, I'll, well, so like, I w- reason I liked it so much is because it made sense in terms of having this match because Swerve did something like go to Adam Page's home and like invade his home and like his kid and all that. So like, I was like, yeah, it makes sense that he's this angry. His kid, huh? You said invade his home and his kid. Well, he didn't invade <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh the God. baby that he had. <laughs> he made his home and his kid. Ugh, Andy. Um, <laughs> so it makes sense that he was this angry and wanted to do all this stuff to him. Well, let's talk about how angry it was. The first spots were him following Swerve around and stapling his body. <laughs> Me and Tim were watching there, like, oh my God. Yeah. It, it was. It and was rest too. So, what spot did you guys not like? Same one that I didn't when Hangman Page it. drank Swerve's blood. I mean, I kind of liked it. He he was under his body drinking it. You liked it, Tim. How about you? I did not like this part. It was gross. Did not like. <laughs> Pass. Um, I mean, to me, it's like if you're going to take it to that point of being that crazy, I'm like, let's just do it then. 
you want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. <laughs> um, Swerve would bust open Hangman Page at least one time with a pile driver onto the barricade, if I'm not mistaken. Um, pile driver. He went on the uh, yeah the barricade, but on that center block. Center block before the barricade. Yeah, which that center block spot, I guess, like it looked good, but then I guess it was a lot worse because you see his back of his head got cut open. Yeah. And Taz, even on commentary, was like, you can see it's thick blood coming out. I was like, all right. (laughs) Swerve, we missed the part where Swerve poured a water bottle on him and me and Sven looked up and we were like, why is it rushing down his face? And then we rewound. We were like, okay, he poured poured water on him. It made it look worse. And also, like, when they did the punches afterwards, they're like, the commentary team was like, blood's getting on here. I don't know if you saw in the back, it was like Nigel was holding papers over his head. To like cover himself uh, from the blood splat. Yeah. So lots of barbed wire. Uh, what I thought he was grabbing at one point was tax. It was not. It was glass. And it looked like real glass. It looked like just bottled glass that was broken. Yeah. Because the way that it cut up the back of Hangman. Yeah. Um, definitely yeah, made it seem broke. like real glass. Um, the barbed wire at one point got like caught in Swerve's lip. Um, he choked Hangman. Oh no! With the chain. the spot with like Hangman on the turnbuckle and Swerve hits him in the back with the chair with the barbed wire and there's a loose piece and it gets wrapped around Hangman Hangman's yeah. face. Oh, that <laughs> and one, he yeah. pulls back on it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. So th- yeah, I mean this match was crazy. Um, it was supposed to feel revengey, and it did. Yeah. Um, I was surprised Swerve won again. I thought yeah, for sure too. they were going to have a third match. Um, but yeah. so what I noticed as it was going, I was like, so they're not pinning. It had to be like a down for the count. Yeah. I was like, think, last which is different. Sort of yeah. Which is different for that. But the, this match was the craziest of the night. And I'm yeah. usually not into it, but I felt like for once there was a story being told between these two guys. Yeah, that made it worth like this match happening too. Yeah. And then um, yeah, Swerve hung Hangman at the end to yeah, win. To win. The only thing um, I didn't like was Brian Cage coming in. I hated that part. Yeah, and then he put him through a table. So I was like, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice cooldown match. <laughs> yeah, well, it was. It, it, nice cooldown match. No, I mean after this, but it normally wouldn't be. But after that. Yeah. Uh, so Kenny Omega versus and Chris Jericho, the Golden Jets versus the Young Bucks. Winners were Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, and the Bucks afterwards threw a temper tantrum around the ring, destroying everything and flipping out. I think we have a character change for the Bucks coming ahead. There's it's on the match. Uh, well, the match was. I mean, it was okay. It was, like, it was okay. I, I mean, didn't really so care. I don't think sometimes you're blinded by the match before it being so crazy yeah. that you're just like. Because the crowd even was like, they were yeah. kind of died. They died <laughs> a little bit after the last match. Yeah, which made sense. But and I think I don't know. This match didn't have other than like the the title shot at stake, which now um, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho get. Yeah. Um, other than that, I didn't really care about it in anyways. But yeah, I was yeah, all paying young, attention to this match because I just yeah, the, the young bucks are apparently taking a break from like TV. Okay. They need. Uh, they said for like they didn't list reasons. They just need. Yeah, to take they do. A break. Yeah, I'm sick of them. 
Yeah. I they, don't got, they got that go, they got that go away heat. They got that they like They do. Yeah. They're just like go away for a while. I can't miss you if you don't go away. You got to go away for right. a while. Weren't they kind of getting like, booed in LA and that's like their home like, That's their hometown. Yeah. Um all right, this main event. All right, so Adam Cole comes out. <laughs> Meet Jay White in the ring. Andy's already stressed. <laughs> He's rubbing his head. Comes, an ambulance comes driving in, and it's MJF who hobbles out of the ambulance to the ring. So the match ends up being, which MJF makes no sense hurt. because at this point they've made it, they've made you think as a buying fan that who bought the pay per view. Okay, it's Adam Cole versus uh, who's in a cast. Yeah. So at this point, I'm very. At, at this point. At this point, it's I, like, why even do that angle? That's why do I'm, it at all? Why not just why have a was this straight up any, wrestling match? Why was this part? Yeah. Of it? Or if they're going to do like an injury thing, why would they don't have to make it that serious? As in, he has to go to the hospital and he has a torn muscle and all this stuff. Like, just make it that he has a hurt knee and then he tries to like wrestle. So that, that happens all the time. I'm going to read what I wrote and to it's you a good guys story. in the chat about this match. Yeah. All right. So this match. This is what I wrote to you, word for word, in the group chat. Horrendous oh, booking yeah. of white, unnecessarily complicated show-long storyline, and we just talked yeah. about that with the injury, illogical booking of even entertaining the idea of allowing Cole to wrestle, and MJF, who normally is a great seller, had inconsistent selling with that leg only when it mattered. Um, which I expected better from him. Jay White should have dominated and injured MJF, and so it was terrible booking, and I thought Jay White came out worse for it. I do Maybe agree with that. I'm the minority in this, and people loved it. Yeah. Um, I think, Jay yeah. White does not seem like a quality heel after that. Yeah. And MJF ended up winning uh, the match. Jay White couldn't put down an injured. Jay White's an MJPW <laughs> former MJPW world champion, and he can't put down an injured, yeah, injured champion. Yeah, you call him Super Cena. So yeah, MJF throughout the match was like he was like he was Super Cena. He's yeah. doing no no matter what. He's never given up through this injury. And <laughs> in my opinion, if you keep booking. Tim's talked about before with like babyface MJF doesn't like it. You keep booking MJF like this. In my opinion, you're gonna get sick of him. As uh, yeah, that, it's as that thing. guy. Yeah, exactly how Cena was. Like that era of Cena when he was super Cena, Cena, and he would win every single time. I hated that so much. Like I didn't want to even watch it. Andy, you guys Andy agree or disagree with me? I mean, I agree. I, mean, I agree with you. I agree, but my thing is. It's not too late to turn this thing around with him. They could stop doing that. Oh, well, yeah. But like, the direction they're going in, though. Jay White winning the belt. I was fine with him winning the belt, too. And then, mm. well, not, no okay. mention, no video, nothing of with the devil afterwards. Yeah, that part was disappointing. Can I, can I tell you what I thought they were going to immediate do? scrum. Oh, yeah, go. Sorry, I was going to throw like, the Adam Cole part. Which I was like, oh, this would be kind of cool if this happens, but I guess it I was obviously like, didn't. Maybe he takes off the cast and he's like, yeah. I'm not really here. And he's fine. <laughs> yeah. He beats up MJF. Yeah, and he beats he up MJF, and then he wins the title and walks out world champion, and then he's like the devil. I was like, that would be cool. 
but you know. But instead, MJF one went to the media scrum, cried the entire time, yeah. and talked about how he didn't want to phone it in and how he really feels hurt right now, and he's literally crying at this and being a super baby face, and I hated every second of listening to him. The only time he wasn't crying is when he ate a pickle and said, oh, that's a good pickle, and then went back to crying. Cry my pickles. I hated it. Yeah, I like that. They need to like go back to the MJF who's like more of a, like a, what do you call it, a tweener? Or he's like still like a scumbag, like he calls himself, but like, you know, it's not a total baby face like this right now. Yeah, so look, overall, good pay per view. I'm excited for Survivor Series next weekend. AW has put yeah. on pretty good pay per views lately, consistently. Um, I, yeah, I was also I was thinking about that too. I was like, AW pay per views are always really good. At well, least it's like this pay per view, you know, my complaint with AW pay per views sometimes is like. Too long. many gimmick matches, and like this one didn't have what it had the ladder match and it had the right. death match. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and, and then I guess you can say MJF's injury thing was like gimmicked. Yeah, but um, I liked it overall, and I'm excited next week to talk about war games with with you guys. Yeah, so. but yeah, I was gonna say that I think it's a good idea for AW to have more more pay per views because when they go on that stretch of like you know like a few months without anything. I think that's when they really go down because their weekly shows aren't as good. And props right now. to them; they filled up that Kia Forum. Yeah, it they did. Good. It looked good. It looked the great. Hard cam angle too. But me and Tim were talking. We're like, if you had a chance to go to an AEW show, do you really want to sit through Dynamite, or would you rather just go to the pay per view? And I think that's what a lot of people think, though, too. That's why, yeah. That's you why they can do like more to to bring me in. Even <laughs> e- even if you Andy, even if you texted me tomorrow and was like, "Dude, dynamite tickets are forty bucks. You want to go to the the thing?" I'm like, "Yo, collision!" Ah. But we had to sit through ROH too. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, if I those are like four hour shows that. still. Yeah, it's a four hour show for each one of them. The weekly ones too. I'm at the point of like, I don't even know if I would want to go to a Raw or SmackDown. I'd rather just go to a pay per view. Well, yeah, pay I, I yeah. want to. I want to get my money's worth, and where you're getting your money's worth for matches is on the pay, is on the the big yeah. pay per views. Yeah, we're going to Mania, baby. That's <laughs> we're getting the most money's worth. That's tonight's pay per views. Yeah. All right, guys, that's it. Tim, do you have a classic show of the week to take us out? I do. So it's going to be an easy one to find, and since you know it's Sting's retirement tour we're going on with that this is the last nitro of all time the very last monday nitro which took place on march 26 2001 so let me go over what happened uh, opening up the show you have vince mcmahon making an appearance on nitro which is very bizarre if you grew up in that time you would know that that's wild because vince mcmahon was the competition's owner and he bought it and he makes his big on-screen appearance. I saying, bought my competition. I bought my competition. Uh, then you have Scott Steiner against Booker T. Uh, you have Ray Mysterio Jr. and Billy Kidman against Shannon Moore and Evan Cargaris. Actually, I don't know who that is. Uh, so I guess worth checking out. Shane Helms, a.k.a. The Hurricane, versus Chavo Guerrero Jr., Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo, who later went to 
go on to be stars in the uh, Ruthless Aggression era. So Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo against Lance Storm and Mike Awesome. Lance Storm, legend. Uh, Mike Awesome is as well. Rest in peace. Uh, Sean Stasiak against Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman against Elix Skipper and Kid Romeo. I'm not really too uh, familiar with those two guys, but uh, why I am... Why why I am why I chose this one really was for the main event and it's because it is Ric Flair versus Sting, the last WCW match ever that ever took place. And uh I brought that up because we're on Sting's retirement tour and Flair is currently with him. So worth checking and out his for- last match. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, and his last match is gonna be against Flair. But I just remember what you were saying, Tim, when you're like Flair's like, I'm going to be around the whole time. And Tony Khan's like, God damn, he's the $100,000 tonight. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Sting, I'm going to be here every night with you. He's like, Jesus Christ, he's $100,000 a night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you for that show, Tim. Oh, well. I appreciate everybody joining us for episode 107. I had a great time. And, uh, you know, we're getting into the holidays. We're getting into Thanksgiving. And we got another episode, uh, I think, before Thanksgiving. Am I correct? Yeah, so one more. Uh, But I did want to say that I am very thankful. Yeah, one more. No, no, no. No, This is is the one. Okay. (laughs) Well. <laughs> then we so then we'll, have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, then we should say we hope that our our listeners have a happy Thanksgiving and enjoy uh, the time with your family. It's very special. Uh, and if you you know for whatever reason don't have a good relationship with your family, hopefully you find you find some people or some friends to spend time with and uh, be thankful for. And I, uh, what I wanted to say with that is uh, we've been doing 107 episodes of this. And uh, I'm very thankful for the, all the people that listen to the show. Uh, and I did want to express my personal gratitude to Jeremy for every Monday editing the show and then posting. And then Andy throughout the whole week taking uh, very uh, meticulous notes and then doing, you know, uh, without Andy doing his run his run-throughs, I mean, the show really wouldn't be able to function how it does now. So I wanted to thank, thank you. you I wanted to thank you both very much, and I, and I love both of you. And that's what Thanksgiving's all about. Me and Tim don't know how to edit, so it couldn't be done without Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. No, well, uh, well Jer- sure. and Jeremy is, I mean, Jeremy runs everything from the technical technological standpoint and posting it the rss feed and getting it on on all the different platforms so uh this show doesn't exist without the two of you i love you both very much and that's what thanksgiving is about is telling, telling the people that you appreciate that you're thankful for them so i uh, hope you all enjoyed episode 107 we'll be back post thanksgiving was episode 108 go enjoy some pro wrestling go watch the sting retirement tour we'll see you next time